Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. All right, welcome. What's up, Jen? Hey, Monica. Good to see you again. Me too. I don't know, after that last episode, I'm feeling a little bit beat up. <laughs> it's because of how I talk. In the I best way. <laughs> it's the best way. I like it. It hurts so good. It's good. Nice. All right. On today's episode, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this. As an agent, a licensed agent, should you list your own house as a for sale by owner, basically, without going through your brokerage? Should you be able to list your own house as an agent? Jen, now, whole caveat here is, of course, if there are guidelines in your broker, obviously you have to follow those, but we're going to have this discussion like anything is legal. That's how we're going to have this discussion. All right. I like this new world. Blow it up. Make everything legal. It all goes. That's right. Jen, what say you about this topic? I said, that's the dumbest thing ever. Now why? It's stupid. Like half the for sale by owners that I cold call are freaking real estate agents. And I just want to like, if I could reach through the phone and strangle their neck, I would. (laughs) Now, why? Why are you upset with them? Why are you hating on them? It's stupid. Why the hell would you list your, and we're saying for sale by owner, non-MLS. Non-MLS, correct. Not a flat fee or whatever like that. Like you're not listing it with your brokerage. You're listing it as an owner, Mm non-realtor, whatever. Mm -hmm. It just seems like you're not doing what you tell clients. Everybody do. do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess like if we're going to, I can see the point of like how how some agents just get their license, not because they want to help clients, but because they want to help themselves. Mm -hmm. And that just goes back to what we had talked about before is having different levels of licensure, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because it's hard for us to know that. Right, right, right. Great point. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? So I think that it kind of depends to me. Well, isn't that a shocker? It depends. Well, here's the thing. I say, yeah, agents should be able to do it because let's say I know my house is worth, I don't know, 250. And I believe that my my house is sought after. So by just simply going to my neighbors, I could get this. Oh, are you one of those? The house will sell itself? Well, if I know this to be true, because I know inventory and supply and demand, and I know a couple of people that are interested in being in the neighborhood or whatever, and I think I can get ten dollars or $15,000 over ask, I don't need to put it out to the MLS and see what's yes, out there. Yes, you do. I Liz, can oh get God. it. Oh, my God. Okay, listen. Oh, make it here we go. Now you care. Now you care. <laughs> Take some blood pressure medicine. <laughs> listen, Monica. If you price your house right, which is awesome. Good job. Congratulations. Most for sale by owners don't, but let's just say you're the anomaly. That's right. You price your house right. Why wouldn't you put it on the MLS? Because here's the thing. You are going to get more money because your pool of buyers is bigger. Possibly. No, definitely. Possibly. Well, if I'm getting over asking anyway, if I know the real value of my house is 250 and somebody's going to give me 275. You're likely to get more money 
by listing it in the MLS because most real estate agents, they don't call for sale by owners. Mm-hmm. So their buyers don't see them. So mm-hmm. you're, you have a smaller pool of buyers that you're dealing with. And the buyers that you are dealing with know you have it listed for sale by owner. Usually they think it's because you want to save the commission. Well, in a normal market, I would say you're right. In this market, however, I think you can accomplish this. An agent who has access to the right pricing data, like understands pricing, because this is where it differs from a FISBO. It's not just pricing. That sell, it is pricing that sells a house and it's other stuff. Is that all we do is analyze price? I mean- No, anybody- but it's the majority of, it's the most important thing from a marketing standpoint is getting the price right. You have to get the price right for sure. And there's other things. So what are the other things? Well, it depends on if those other things are important to me. If I'm driven strictly by price, then yeah, sure. I want to take it out to the market. Price, you have to couple it with marketing and you want to cast the widest net. Well, you're assuming that there's never been any agent that has, uh, that all agents who try to sell their houses on their own are getting less than they could. And I just, I'm not buying into that. I think everybody that's, I don't think it's all, I think it's everyone that sells their house on their own or is getting less than what they could. If they don't know how to price and use the tools that you and I have access to, Mm -hmm. um, I I know by pricing my own house, whether I'm getting a premium top dollar for it or not, Mm -hmm. because I'm aware, I'm aware of the data. I can assess that. I can tell that, wow, this is a great buyer for me. First of all, I'm getting $20,000 over asking. Second of all, they're willing to let me stay in the house for a week after, which is important to me. And third of all, whatever else, you know, I can assess that for myself. Yeah, but I think if you, it's because, okay, so I don't think the question is, is will you sell the house or not? If you have a for sale by owner, I mean, you can sell the house, right? Right. But what if you had three buyers that were willing to do that and you wanted to keep the chandelier or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now you have more negotiating power too to get that other little extra thing that you wanted, which you don't have if you have less pull of buyers. Mm -hmm. So you're saying by going to the MLS and you might get into multiples, which- I'm saying you have a larger pool of buyers, which will- statistically, if you have a greater chance, you're more likely to get everything you want than just one thing that you want. Sure. You can get a good offer if you price it right and you list it by yourself. Yeah. But you could, what if you got a couple and then you got the really, really extra special thing? I feel sorry for your future husband because you're going to be like, well, I should, I shouldn't settle for this. I should go out and see what else is out there. How about just like you get happy with what you got as long as it's what you want? I just think you're doing yourself a disservice if you're a real estate agent and you're putting it and you're not putting it on the MLS. Not like the MLS is like the end all be all, but it is the place where we aggregate all the information. Mm -hmm. And like in Cincinnati, we've got 5,000 real estate agents or whatever it is. That's where they go. Do you know how many calls a for sale by owner gets? They don't get 5,000 calls. Mm -hmm. It's true. That's very like 10 or 15, maybe. So you just, you don't have as much marketing power when you don't put in the MLS. Now I can see a lot of people would say, well, when I asked these agents mm-hmm. why they didn't put in the MLS or what their thought process is, they say, well, I don't want to pay the broker, mm-hmm. which seems, I don't know. Well, it depends on the price of your house, first of all. I mean, if we're talking about saving a couple thousand bucks, I agree. No brainer. If we're talking about saving ten to twenty to $30,000, I don't know, whatever the price is. I don't know. You'd have to... It, 
I don't know. I still don't think, I don't, I don't think it's very professional, I guess, either. Mm-hmm. That would be like if I worked for a doctor's office, but then I went to a different doctor that did the same thing. Yeah, would never do that. Right. Why don't you go to that doctor? I right. will agree with you on the like principle of professionalism and you not using the system that you say works so well. I do get that, like at that level. But if we're just talking about sort of, in the details, in the weeds, me getting what I need and finding the right buyer. And if I find that on my own, then fine for me. But yeah, but a lot of agencies, so I guess too, if like, if you're not part of an agency that will allow you to dictate what you charge mm-hmm. or they don't cap you out for your commissions into the company, or you're an agent that's like only has your license so you can be an investor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd really have to do the numbers, but it would be super hard to convince me that you think that you can get as much as I can get for the same house. On the MLS, yeah. I will say our company, our brokerage, you get, a, it's two or three personal sales without paying company dollars. So at EXP, I can sell my house and keep 100%. There's a maybe like a $300 fee or something, which solves all the problems. Like you get to maximize yeah. all the tools. And right. I think it's very yeah, fair. Yeah, because broker. most for sale by owners will pay the buyer agent. Even right. if you're even if you're a realtor listing it non-MLS, you're still gonna pay the buyer's agent. So percent. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and that's really nice. Now there's a local brokerage here in town, a traditional brokerage that does not do that. And I watched my friend pay close to thirty thousand dollars to her broker between her sale and her purchase. Whoa. Because they ha- she had to. It's their rule. It's their company policy. She would have been better off listing it with you when you're doing a... I told her, leave the company and then go back. <laughs> right. No, but I'm, I'm serious. It was almost $30,000, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, $30,000. That's real... That's a lot. Important. I, mean, yeah. I think you definitely have to do the math. But if we're, if we're strictly talking about, like, from a marketing standpoint... Who can get you more money for the house if all the costs are the same? We could definitely get a lot more money for the house than you can get, even if it's priced right in a really high traffic area, whatever. We can get you more eyeballs, which will net you more money. Drive the price. So then you look at the math and say, okay, how much more? If I was going to pay, what would I pay for it? And it'd be the same thing you know, all this stuff without having to take the calls and like all the crap we tell for sale by owners now, you know, calls that are like, we want to do a wraparound mortgage on this and blah, blah, blah. We're taking the tenant calls. Like we rent Mm -hmm. this house. Mm -hmm. The other thing that pops up that's real for, for sale by owners and doesn't change if you're a licensed agent is the safety factor. When you throw a for sale by owner sign in your yard, right? got somebody that shows up at your door and says, I want to see the house. And you're sitting there face to face with them. And now, what do you do? You know, you just, you, you, it, I yeah. think it's good to have the buffer. Even on my properties, yeah. I hire, I mean, Alan. Yeah. No, you definitely to represent me. Cause it's like when I'm buying and selling, mm-hmm. cause it's like, it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. When I sit down and do the math, especially when I calculate my time into it, it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Plus I get a referral. I mean, I get, you know. Yeah. The tip fee or something. Yeah. yeah. Always put it half and half. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. All right, cool. Well, I think there's some good stuff in there for people to think about. I don't know how often we have the opportunity to sell our own homes. We don't necessarily move all that much, except I move more than most people do. But it is, it is something interesting to think about when you're presented with that opportunity. 
Yeah, it is. Um, so uh, let's take a short break here. Word from our sponsor. And when we return, we're going to have the final punches. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. Welcome back. Now, Jen, before we proceed, you mentioned a little bit about um, some of the conversations you had around this. Anything else you want to add? Well, let me think. I think for the most part, most people said no. There were a couple of people in there that were making some points about why they would. So yeah, let's just wait to hear the tiebreaker at the end. I like it. I like it. All right. You have one minute to close your argument out. Let's go. Don't do it. Stupid. (laughs) All right. Mine is... change Change it. If the money doesn't make sense, change it. Now that is good advice right there. I say it can make sense depending on all kinds of different circumstances. And then just weighing what you said, Jen, is really important. Are you sure that the convenience of saving whatever that is for you, a couple thousand dollars, is really offsetting what you might get if you go to the open market through MLS? Um, But I do think there are uh, times where it certainly makes sense from a dollar and cents standpoint, Mm because I've seen it. I've seen it. I guess it depends. Yeah. Yeah. To your point. Like, right. All right. All right, Jen, that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. What do you guys think? Thanks for listening. Let us know what you think. If you agree, disagree, go to our Facebook page, which is Toe to Toe Podcast. You got to write the podcast part in. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. We appreciate you guys very much. Leave us a review too. Yeah. Only if it's five stars. (laughs) Only if it's five stars. If it's not, just keep going about your day. (laughs) Just Facebook message us directly. Don't bother. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jen. See you later. Bye. All right, everyone. So I am here with our tiebreaker, Rachel Rachel Walkowitz. That's a mouthful, Rachel. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. And she's with Keller Williams Lakeside in Metro Detroit, Michigan. So Rachel, we, you are the tiebreaker for the big question. Is it ever okay for a licensed real estate agent to list their house for sale by owner? I say no. One, I don't understand why you would. If you're, if you are not your own broker and you work with a brokerage, generally a brokerage will give you a free deal a year whether it's on the buy or listing side. Mm-hmm. And then you have access to the MLS. So what are we, what's the lines that we use for with every FISBO? Right. We say you will get seen by so many more buyers when we list on the MLS because, and then that spits it out to Zillow and Trulia and Redfin and whatever you're using in your local area. And it's not a line, it's true. It is true. Um, so well, what if so- you are your own broker? Like what if like it's your... Rachel Realty, and it's it's like just you, then does it even matter? Uh, I would still say yes, because people are going to notice that you have listed for sale by owner and not with your own brokerage that you're trying to grow. <laughs> <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> 
what do you do when you're a realtor? And it doesn't even matter what age you are because realtors of all ages are using social media. They're taking the classes, they're learning. And they're learning that their sphere of influence grows greatly when you use social media. Right. So what was 10 people might now be 300 people that you're contacting and interacting with daily. Yeah. And what do you do? You let them know you're a realtor. So right. when they you listed your house FISBO, when your neighbors, you've cult, you right. spent however many years cultivating that neighborhood, farming it, setting yeah. it out, talking to other people and saying, don't go for sale by owner, use me and this is why. And now they see you. Right. Your actions speak louder than words, for sure. Um, let's say you're going to go farm that. Not, let's say next year you're having a little bit of an off year. So you're going to go back and you're going to farm that neighborhood again. You know, touch those contacts again. And they're going to say, but you sold FISBO. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't do these things. I could save myself whatever the going price is in your, in your area. You know, for us, we say it's, you know, 6%, 3% to the buy, 3% to the um, listing side. Right. So I paid myself three to six percent. Yeah. And not yeah. use you just like you did. Right. Exactly. I think that is. It's like, yeah, they see what you did. And so now it's like, okay, well, why would I? I mean, I can see, I guess the argument for the other side is like, well, I don't want to pay my brokerage and I'm like an investor. Then maybe that's like, okay, well, maybe you should go with a different agency because even so, to your point, Rachel, it's like you're a licensed real estate agent. Why did you even get your license? And people get it because they say, well, I want to be able to buy and have access to the MLS. And you're like, exactly. Have access to the MLS. Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> there are, there are different brokerages out there. So I'm with Keller Williams and, you know, we have a different, you know, the costs are different, but you can right. go with a small brokerage that, you know, there are some that say, okay, you can pay us X amount, you know, a one lump sum per year. And we take none of your commission. Or right. they say you can pay us a monthly fee and we take none of your commission, then choose them. If right. you're an investor and it doesn't really matter the name attached for you or the right. brand image, then just choose a, a cheaper or brokerage. more like a flat fee brokerage or whatever, because yeah. you would have to pay that anyway. Yeah. Yes. And then go and still, you know, because it, and it's not only about you, it's about other realtors too. Mm -hmm. you're, you're tarnishing the name. We already have enough issues with that. With, you know, discount you and discount brokerages and people that don't, they operate what I call in the gray. You know, you're not yeah. quite ethical. You're not completely, you're, you're operating in that gray. So right. why make it even harder for your friends? You know, your friends are realtors. They're right. going to go and try to farm a neighborhood and they're going to say, well, I saw a realtor who was a FISBO. Right. Why would I, you know, they sell for sale by owner. Why do I need you? So you're not only hurting yourself, but you're hurting other agents. The whole right? industry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're making really good points. I, I think it's very interesting to me, the number, like when I'm calling and making my calls and calling for sale by owners, the number of them that have a real estate license. And I'm, I'm just like, I, I think I'm like generally speechless. Like, I want to be like, what the hell is your problem? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? And you have to ask if you're doing it for sale by owner, are you even that serious at that point? Because right going to take you longer we have you know there are stats that show you it takes longer to sell for sale by owner which in and like, you get less money and in Michigan we're in a in the metro Detroit area it's an insane seller's market it's mm -hmm. insane and um it would it even makes more sense to use the MLS because there are so many buyers out there right just chomping at the bit to get a house 
And it's not yeah. like you're not going to sell as a for sale by owner. You can sell and you will sell. It's but for how much are you losing? Yes. Is the question. Yeah. And the mortgage payments that you're making because it's going to take you longer. Right. And then just in general, you might not get the full value. So No, you won't get the full value. There's no way because you're the garage sale and we're Macy's. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, no. and, and people know that. And I even go in saying when if my clients see a for sale by owner, I say, okay, the first thing we're going to do is find out if they're paying a buyer's agent. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not, I don't want you to have to pay me. You know, right. I, so, you know, cause that's just a huge cost. And then I say, number two, they're probably priced wrong. So we right. might be able to get a little cheaper because sometimes they price it too high. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen one where it was priced too high and he had an appraiser come out and tell him it was priced too high and he never ended up selling his for sale by owner. He just turned it back into a rental property. Yeah. They're not motivated or whatever. No. Yeah. So It's interesting. Well, I really appreciate you being on. Thank you. Thank you. It was like really cool to be able to be part of this and, you know, give my feedback on it. I don't personally know an agent that has done a for sale by owner. Mm-hmm. And I would be like you, my job would be on the floor. Right. Why would you do that? I don't know. Maybe we can get one on that does it so they can explain it. Maybe we're missing something. Yeah, maybe. That would be, that'd be a lot of fun. It would be really interesting to hear. It would be really interesting. All right, Rachel, have a good day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.